0: Welcome to the Christ Culture and Cinema Summer Hiatus Episodes. We will be on hiatus starting this day, June the 30th, through the month of July. Our first best of, for you to listen to, is Bullet Train. We enjoyed this movie. It is highly entertaining and yet has great storyline running throughout. We hope you enjoy it and share it with others. Welcome to Christ, Culture, and Cinema with the doctor, Jeffrey Skopak, and his trusted assistant, Michael Pop as they explore the intersection of faith, movies, and our contemporary context. Welcome back to Christ, Culture, and Cinema. And welcome back
1: to Florida, Michael. How are you doing today? It is a beautiful day out, and I would love to say my attitude matches it, but that wouldn't be a lot. Yeah, beautiful day in the
0: neighborhood, (laughs) that's for sure. But no, we're not doing that movie today. I could sing. You could could sing. But we're not doing that movie. No, we're not going to do that movie. Yeah, it is a beautiful day here in the northeast corner of Florida. Beautiful. And uh, here we are going to be talking about movies and you know, today we're going to talk about a movie that my daughter and son-in-law introduced me to. They went to the theater to see this last July, and uh, they, they called me immediately after the movie. Oh, and, boy. Oh, and my daughter said, she said, Daddy, you got to go see this movie. I said, what movie? And she said, Bullet Train. And I said, Bullet Train? Really? Why do I need to see Bullet Train? And she said, and I quote, it's Kill Bill meets a high-speed Japanese train.
1: Well, sure. I'm all in. Sure, because you're, you're all in.
0: You know me. We have yet to yeah. do The Kill Bill, Volume 1 and 2, and they have to be done together. Oh, so boy. that's going to be a two-episode extravaganza when we do get there. However, she was right. This is a brilliant movie. I it love was this good. movie.
1: I enjoyed it. Oh, my gosh. So entertaining. I, I mean, I, you have to get past the whole how is nobody dying there you know how are they doing that and still standing how are you know i mean it's got a little bit of rambo there a little bit of you know no no
0: no no no. it has kill bill
1: yeah exactly
0: this is this is old kung fu you know martial arts everything mixed in on a japanese bullet train i mean I love this movie. So yeah. it, it came out July
1: 18th of and 2022. Pull the spoiler alert right now, because we're going to talk about this whole movie.
0: Oh, man. If you haven't you seen it, go
1: watch it. Go and come watch back. it. You can go it's catch on this
0: on Netflix. Yeah. This is oh beautiful. Brilliant. Now, the budget for this movie was... A robust 85.9 million dollars. Now that's in comparison to last week when we did Father Stew, which was four million bucks. So a little bit different. They put a few shekels into this. No money. Uh, but box office return very nice, 239.3 million
1: dollars. That is some real cash. Uh, once again, though, that's worldwide. was oh, only yeah. 103 uh, domestic. Let's, and so we're seeing, again, that... But let's see. What was the name of the movie? Foreign. Yeah. It's Bullet, Bullet, Bullet train. train. I guarantee you this thing killed it in Japan. Yeah. I guarantee
0: you it killed it in Japan. Now, it was directed by David Leach. And David Leach is, uh, you know, he's an up-and-comer. He's done some good stuff here. He's done some good stuff. You know, uh, it was,
1: you know, not credited, but worked on John Wick. Uh, the mm-hmm. first John Wick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I noticed the uh, Deadpool and John Wick. He was uncredited. I don't know you could have an uncredited director's.
0: Yeah, yeah, that, that was well, weird.
1: Maybe it's like a sort of
0: director. I yeah, I don't know. He helped, but he did direct Deadpool 2, mm-hmm. which was a great movie. And, you know, this Christmas we just passed, which did incredibly well at the box office, Violent Night.
1: Violent Night, yeah. You know. Yeah, that did real yeah, well. I, I had Atomic uh, Blonde. Oh, yeah, Atomic Blonde as and, well. And uh, Fast and Furious Hobbs and Shaw, which I still have yet to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, but do you see what he has coming up in 2024? What else does he have coming up? The Fall Guy. Oh. Waiting to see what happens there, you know. Are we are we rebooting the old 80s sitcom? I, I don't know what's going on, but right. I saw he had The Fall Guy in 2024, so yeah, I thought. Very well could right. be. Now, what makes him interesting is he has 82 stuntman credits, and he was Brad Pitt's stuntman yeah. for how many of Brad Pitt's movies? I mean, you oh, yeah. go back and you look. Yeah. He's the stuntman, and yeah. now... He's the director.
0: Now he's the director. Now it's really
1: funny that you say that because let's talk about the cast,
0: uh, the characters, uh, and the other work they've been in. And the characters, uh, for the most part, have kind of code names, Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. So we have Ladybug. It's a spy movie. It's a well, it's not really a spy movie as much as it is a assassin. Well, it's Ooh. kind of a you know crime syndicate. Right. Dark characters uh, on a bullet train. So dark, we have dark la- character named Ladybug. Well, we have Ladybug, <laughs> and he doesn't like his name, which right out of the shoot is brilliant. Is he does brilliant. not like his name, he, yeah. Ladybug. Why Ladybug? Uh, but that's pl- Ladybug is played by Brad Pitt, and it's funny you talk about stuntman. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, that was, you know, Brad Pitt plays yeah. the stuntman. That know? was David Leash. uh But Brad Pitt, I'm telling you, is really becoming one of our favorites here on Christ Culture and Cinema. This is fourth. Wow. We're going to have to start the five-timers club because oh, this is fourth. I, yeah. was, I was looking at that. Yeah, he's coming up to Bill Murray's stratosphere, yeah. isn't he? So, oh, yeah. Now, I saw this one movie. First time I saw it was at the Faith and Film Festival out at Concordia Seminary St. Louis in January Ad Astra mm-hmm. wasn't a bad movie. It was a pretty good movie. I haven't seen it. Uh, you know what? You're going to watch it, and you're going to kind of think uh, you were watching the movie with Matthew McConaughey, very similar like an feel interstellar? to Interstellar. Yeah. yeah, not the same, but it has the same kind of feel. A little science uh, you know, let's just. What are some of your favorites? Obviously, I, we've done them in The Big Short and Once Upon a mm-hmm. Time in Hollywood. We've
1: mentioned. You know me. I uh, I love Moneyball. Yeah, I know you do. Uh, I love Legends of the Fall. I love Seven. Mm-hmm. I put Fight Club. Of course, we just did Ocean's Eleven, and you did Twelve and Thirteen. Yeah. Uh, World War Z was disappointing. I I haven't seen it, but I know you love Inglorious Bastards. Oh, that's I I have to see see that. Yeah, I haven't seen it. But let's face it: what is he known for? Where did he uh, cut his teeth, so to speak? Thelma and Louise. Thelma and Louise. Oh, yeah. Yeah, But let's
0: not forget a movie that was done, and it came out right around the same time as Bullet Train, The Lost City. Lost City. And I swear these two movies must have been filmed next to each other because we have three actors, three big actors in this movie that were in that movie and the two minor actors in this movie were the major
1: actors in the other movie and, and the other one that we always hear about we haven't seen yet is babylon oh i know we're gonna that, see that's, that that's more recent than that right
0: yeah that came yeah, out december yeah, yeah so right gotta in december, we gotta watch we got to get after that
1: now playing prince i need more time off to watch movies. yeah you know I, but they're
0: not going to give it to us as no? much as i try Oh, you know, we had a church meeting last night, and it's like, can you give us a little, little, a little, little extra more time, time for, for movies? movies? And they laughed at us. Yeah. So you know, that's well, they how laugh it, at everything. We well, that's pretty much what has <laughs> is the case of our world. <laughs> now, playing Prince, which is a mm. female character, is Joey King, and you know, she seems so familiar
1: to me. Well, twenty three years old, seventy three movie credits. Isn't that crazy? No wonder she seems. familiar I mean, I too.
0: started looking at some of the things she's. You know the. Uh, the in be- uh, the Princess, The In-Between, mm-hmm. Slender Man, Kissing Booth 1, 2, and 3, mm-hmm. Independence Day, Resurrection. Uh, she was in Fargo Season well, 1. Oh, I had Resurgence. Oh, so Resurgence. Resurgence, uh, yeah. Resurgence, okay. She was oh. in Fargo Season 1, the um, uh, FX television show. She was in White House Down. Mm-hmm. And oh, by the way, she was the little girl in The Dark Night Rises. We just did the dark. You know, we just did the Batman movie a couple of weeks yeah, ago. I, I
1: still have uh, Robot Chicken, mm-hmm. going in style. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, the Conjuring, yeah, Crazy Stupid Love, Horton Hairs a Who. Uh, I did put in smart ass. I thought I could get away saying that since that's the title.
0: It is the title is of the, title. the
1: movie, Ergo You can't Can Say, say it. it on Christ and Culture and Cinema. Where did she get her start? I don't know. Two thousand six. Where was that? Two episodes of Zack and Cody the Sweet Life. Oh, I'm sure my boy uh, saw it. Zack and Cody. I love the sweet life of Zach and Cody. I remember Zack and Cody. Yeah. I
0: think my kids watched that I'm too. Trying. Now and she's a she is a central character in this movie. She's scary. Oh, the way yeah. she
1: goes, sweet little girl, and turns around and, and tries to kill. Yeah, ruthless she's, killer. Oh my gosh. Great yeah. part. Yeah. She's the diesel. She's the Prince. Look we'll oh, to she's that. the diesel. <laughs> We're going to get to we'll that. We'll explain that later.
0: We'll explain that in a little bit. Now, a little, playing a little teaser. Playing the twins, the uh, brothers, Tangerine and Lemon, <laughs> which is really hilarious because the, the one is white and the other is black, but they're known as the twins. The twins. Uh, Tangerine is played by Aaron Taylor Johnson. And, boy, oh, boy, you want to talk about a really nice career. Uh, he he's is, done well. He is the king's man. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tenet mm-hmm. uh, had his little appearance in the a- Avengers, Age of Ultron, and Captain America, Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. And we can say it here, he's in Kick-Ass 1 and 2. 1 and 2. Yeah. Oh, yeah,
1: yeah. Recurring character there.
0: yeah, oh. have anything else? Those are his yeah, biggies. Yeah, I,
1: I had Shanghai Knights. Okay. Uh, I had uh, Outland King, Godzilla. Mm-hmm. But... He is in the 2024 of The Fall Guy. So oh, there we go. The Fall Guy. David Leach is bringing
0: him back. He's bringing his... He's, yeah. he's putting the band back Eli together. S- now, playing Lemon is Brian Tyree Henry, and <laughs> he I love Lemon. Now, yeah. this is a quick explanation. Lemon's character, he says everything he needs to know that he's learned about human behavior... He learned from the children's television show Thomas the Tank Engine, <laughs> and he always has Thomas the Tank Engine stickers. And he's he's and, a little creepy that way. And he kind of calls him out. He says, yeah. "You know, you know, you, you, you're the, you're the diesel. And when you're the diesel, you, you got it's an edge, good. man. You're not good being the <laughs> diesel." Good. Now, Lemon, uh, played by Brian Tyree Henry. Okay, here you go. He, he's he's in the MCU. He he's he in the Eternals.
1: Well, here's what I thought was weird. I always try to look at the upcoming. And it showed Spider-Man across the Spider-Verse. Yeah, that's and the yet back, animated one. Back in the day, he was Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. Yeah, that's it's, the... It's it's weird. It's like, why would you have a sequel that close? Yeah. And then I turn around, 2024, Godzilla and Kong. Yeah. But back in 2021, it was Godzilla versus Kong. Yeah. Really? Yeah. That, they're having so much trouble with sequels, they... Changing one word, yeah, pretty. much. That's going to screw up some people. But mind you, he was in the Eternals. And he was. He that, was. That is maybe and one of your favorite movies. Well, the gonna, one that we're going to it all. We're going to get there. All but right.
0: it's such a dense MCU movie. I haven't seen it. It's.
1: I've tried to. Hey, I've watched it once. My son tells me I have
0: to. I just. I haven't. I haven't
1: got the desire to spend my time that way. Well, I watched I it once,
0: good. and I was horribly distracted. So I, you know, started oh doing things like making dinner and stuff like that. Yeah, and then I good. watched it on a flight, and I just went. It's just not that good. Mm. It's kind of painful. Yeah, um, you, if, sh- you stray from the formula. Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, if Beale Street could talk, is a really good movie. He's in go. that. And then of course, Boardwalk Empire, baby. Oh boy, there he That's is. That's not where I was going for you. Where were you going? Joker. Oh, I know. He's Joker. In the that Joker kind of what,
1: too. Don't forget White Boy Rick. Yeah. Hotel Artemis. Yeah. Uh, Irreplaceable you. Super he's, intelligence. I mean, he he's, was in some
0: good ones. He's been in some great movies. Yeah. Now playing Kimura is Andrew Koji. And I love this. He's in he's in Sandwich <laughs> and Sandwich 2, Machete to Wasabi. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, they're just shorts, but I wrote them down because I thought that was hilarious. Oh, good Lord. Machete to oh, Wasabi. Oh, my goodness.
0: I mean, that, no. that right there is maybe the greatest movie title ever. Sandwich 2, Machete to Wasabi. Machete to Wasabi, in. yeah. I'm all in on that one. So, uh, also, he was in Cake Bomb. Snake eyes, mm-hmm. and of course, the Fast and Furious six. Yeah, he was uncredited.
1: I was curious about that, but yeah, I also have the Wolverine Speed Racer, Rush Hour Three, The Last Samurai. Oh, in 47 Ronin. Oh, I know that one. Oh, yeah, 47 Ron, Ronin. Ronin. Yeah, Ronin. that one I know,
0: but he was in Speed Racer, which is just.
1: Oh, yeah. yeah, this one of your painful ones. It's painful. Yeah, we got I'm, a worse one coming up. So I
0: grew up it. with Speed Racer, and it's just, it uh, just makes you exasperated. Go speed! Now, really? now playing the Elder is Hirokoe Sonata, Hirokoe Sonata, and you know here again the Wolverine, forty-seven Ronin, Rush Hour three, Army of the Dead, Mortal Kombat. Mm-hmm. Wait a minute. Avengers: End Game, and then really two very popular television shows, The Last Ship
1: and Westworld. It uh, was in Minions. Oh yeah, um, and and Mr. Holmes. Mm-hmm. But guess what? He's coming up in soon. Uh, don't tell me, John Wick Four. Oh, John Wick 4. Yeah, coming up John Have Wick 4. Have you ever 4.
0: watched the John Wick
1: series? So I just was chastised by my youngest this weekend because he wanted to go to the new John Wick one. It was on the preview yeah. when, when we went to go see... Um, what did I see this
0: weekend? It uh, wasn't Water World. It wasn't was uh, The Way the of MCU Water, or the MCU uh, one that just came out. Um,
1: you just saw the Ant-Man in the Watch. Yes. Uh, Quantumania. Uh, Quantumania. That was one of the previews. And he's yeah. like, oh, damn, we got to go. And I'm like, well, I should probably watch the first one. Uh, oh he, i he did not think that was funny. i had
0: never seen john wick and then one day it was on and i sat and i watched john wick one and i went okay i kind of get this then i saw john wick two and i'm like i'm in this is yeah i gotta watch it's really really good i'll take time off all right so that's the elder now playing white death <laughs> that's white such death name. what a great name what is your character i'm playing white death uh white death is played by michael shannon and yeah. Oh, by the way, he's becoming a Christ culture and cinema. He's been favorite. In a couple, been a uh, couple. I've noticed. So we know, you know, we know him from Elvis and Nixon. He plays Zod in the Man of Steel, <laughs> Batman versus Superman. Uh, I keep bringing it up. He's in Boardwalk Empire, and his character yes. is tormented in that series. He's so good. Uh, he's in The Shape of Water, Academy Award-winning film. There, Fahrenheit four fifty one. Knives Out, and here's the one I keep telling you to watch, which is a, um, you know, it's a streaming show. Uh, it's only eight episodes long, I believe. Nine Perfect Strangers. I haven't seen it.
1: I love his character in that show. So so good. A couple bookends. Yeah. Uh, Amsterdam. Haven't seen it. And that and that mm-hmm. new new uh, series, Little Demon. He's mm-hmm. in six episodes. I haven't seen it. And upcoming, it showed The Flash and McCarthy. I thought that was interesting. But back in the day. Yeah. Eight Mile. Oh, yeah. Vanilla Sky. Vanilla Sky. And his first movie, Groundhog Day.
0: That's right. I always forget he was in Groundhog Day. This is so true. So,
1: again, talking about bookends, he's gone all the way from that bit part, the drunk guy in Groundhog Day. Right. To White Death. White Death. It's come a long ways. That's a
0: great character. Now, playing Maria... Who is really the voice on the phone for most of the movie to ladybug and just makes a kind of a bit appearance at the end mm-hmm. is sandra bullock and mind you we i didn't know that till the end well i mentioned to you that it well i knew right away i know her voice uh but she was in that movie the lost city the one right. that i was telling you had mm-hmm. to be filmed mm-hmm. right next door and she's the main character in the lost city now of course the lost city we know her from bird box oceans Eight. Oh, by the way she's in minions too uh how many people are in Minions? I mean, it's crazy. Yeah, it's weird. A great movie that we haven't done on this yet, and probably we should. Gravity is okay. a wonderful movie. Yeah. I love we'll that movie. Want to see that? I haven't seen it. Uh, the Blind Side. Maybe we'll save that for love next it. season for football. You know, yeah. good movie there. That's a Good one. The Proposal is a hilarious movie with uh, Ryan Reynolds. I love The Proposal. That is so funny. Great movie, it's and a good of one. course. We know her from Miss Congeniality and oh. Speed. <laughs> yeah, Miss Congeniality
1: 1 and 2 and Speed 1 and, well, we won't
0: bring up. Yeah, she was two. in 2. You can only that's, do one of worse. those. You know, It's kind of like yeah. Taken. Once you get to Taken 2 yeah. or 3, it's it's lost its luster. What else you have for her? Uh, well, I'm going to leave it for you. Door's wide open. Step on, on. through. What? Are you, where are you going? Murder, death, kill.
1: Oh come it's, on! It's, she played a great part in Demo Man, no, Demolition Man. It's it is, she's the cute little cop who's the th- in the future and doesn't know how to handle anything. <laughs> the three shells, come on! The mystery of the three shells. the <laughs> Three Shells. While you were sleeping, she oh, was good in yeah. uh, a Force in Nature, yeah. Twenty Days, in uh, Net, and Hope Float. Of course, I mean she's good just. One. Love. She her. is really she, a timeless. She was a rom-com woman there for a while.
0: Yeah, she's a timeless beauty and timeless, you know comedic act she has great delivery in these comedies she really does now playing wolf uh who comes onto the train uh he plays the uh you know the uh, the mexican who comes on the train wolf played
1: by bad bunny i i I was a little confused i'm like wait what's his real name bad bunny bad bunny his name (laughs) is bad bunny plays wolf what is your what is your name i remember a character named bad bunny hello my name is bad bunny (laughs) i mean what is this bad bunny thing i don't get
0: it he plays a tough guy well, he does and he's uh he's we know him from f9 the
1: fast saga mm-hmm. and then it's just a raft of bad well, bunny stuff there's there's a couple movies my spy yeah f9 yeah and four episodes of a little narcos mexico yeah I thought of you oh you yeah. like that narcos, narcos stuff. baby i haven't gotten yeah, he's to a, a musical guy. artist he is oh, yeah. what he
0: is he is that's exactly what he is but he does play a tough guy now playing the hornet uh, and the Hornet is the one who's poisoning people on the train. Hey, when that happens. Is Zazie Beats. And uh, Zazie Beats has some very interesting things in her. Little uh, uh, bag of tricks here. The bad guys. Lucy in the Sky. First time I think we've come across With, somebody in Lucy in the Sky. Yeah. This is the guy who, you know, wakes up the world, doesn't know the Beatles exist, and he's playing these Beatles <laughs> songs and movie, everybody yeah. loves it. Uh, she's in The Joker. I saw that a big role in the joker too uh seaberg geostorm and here's another little one uh deadpool 2 deadpool 2 are so, getting some crossover you're getting crossover up there with uh, aaron taylor johnson so uh,
1: right really great you have anything else for zazie no nah, i mean it, she goes back at the beginning you know, she was in uh episode of black mirror if you've never seen that crazy wacko uh, series mm-hmm. that makes you think about some things right and uh she was in uh was it one or two episodes what, yeah. what was it that i saw that i thought robot chicken which yeah. we have some crossover but but again, overall, um, no, she, she's, she's still up-and-comer. Now,
0: here's the interesting character uh, playing the son, the son of White Death, and we learn later the brother of Prince, played by Joey King, is Logan Lerman. And I was surprised by some of the things he's been in. Fury, the butterfly effect. But as a child actor, 310 to Yuma, mm-hmm. The Patriot percy jackson kind of an interesting and diverse uh career most of the time by the way he's sitting there as a corpse on right. the train
1: so. but you forgot yeah because he plays percy and percy jackson which was pretty cool except he was cast way too old and they mm-hmm. screwed up that series and they have to start over mm-hmm. but you forgot uh the worst one name it noah oh that's right no <laughs> Not good. Now, The Butterfly Effect, we should do that sometime. We Kutcher, so good. You've never seen that? I don't think I have. Oh, my goodness. Talk about a time jump movie that makes you freak out. Really? Oh. Okay. So good. Yeah, I love The Butterfly Effect. Now, two others that I
0: just threw in for the sake of throwing in, because they're really cameo appearances. The one is um, the hitman who's supposed to be on the train. (laughs) <laughs> but he can't make it, so Maria sends Ladybug. So Ladybug is not even supposed to be on the train. Nope. But the one who's supposed to be is played by Ryan Reynolds. So it's only like a quick little flash scene with Ryan Reynolds. And again, we love Ryan Reynolds here, and he's been in Deadpool, Deadpool 2, soon to be Deadpool 3 coming up.
1: All those people. Free
0: guy. We did The Adam Project, great movie, a little crossover with Sandra Bullock in The Proposal we keep mentioning them we're gonna bring them out we're gonna have to do it the hitman's bodyguard and the hitman's wife's bodyguard yeah brilliant movies the one the, the hitman's wife's bodyguard was just on the other day i had to stop and watch it for 15 right. minutes it just makes me it, laugh it,
1: it must be a david leash thing because he yeah. was in hobson shaw yeah. the deadpool i mean he reynolds must just be a, a david guy and he said hey Come stop by for one day and we'll throw you in somewhere. (laughs) Yeah, I think it was, you know, here it is. And it's just a
0: quick little cameo. cameo. It's not much. And then, of course, he's in The Green Lantern and God help us one and all that movie was awful. Um, (laughs) I gotta watch it. No, it's, no, you don't. You really don't want to watch it. And then finally, The Passenger on the Train. And it's more than a bit role, but very limited. And I swear it's because he was on the lot filming The Lost City, where he was the other main character with Sandra Bullock, is Channing Tatum. Yeah. And... We love Channing, Channing Tatum here. You know, we've had him in Hail Caesar. Uh, we we love him in movies like 21 and 22 Jump Street. Uh, he's I want to see Dog yet. I haven't seen it. Oh, yeah. Dog looks really yeah. good. Kingsman uh, Golden Circle. Kingsman Golden Circle. He's really good. good in that. He's in the G.I. Joe series. We he's got him in Hail the, Caesar. Oh, and he's in the Lego series. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and of course, he is Magic Mike, who's now having
1: his <laughs> last ride. We I just saw the last two thirds of the first one. I had never <sighs> seen it before. It was on, we were uh, down at the state tournament. My wife and I, you know, you turn on the TV, it's like, what is this? Uh-huh. And And again, I we a hotel. I didn't think it was actually on HBO. All of a sudden, it's yeah. like, oh, this is not regular TV. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. Have you That's ever an interesting seen, one. Have you ever seen the uh, television
0: show where they, uh, you know, they they uh, will perform uh, dances and songs uh, of famous, uh, you know, it's a competition show, and it's uh, where they're really not doing karaoke. They're not singing. It's lip sync battle. I think is the name of the show and he's on Lip Sync Battle, oh my word, he is hilarious on Lip Sync Battle. If you, ever, if you ever want to waste 30 minutes of your life that you're never going to get back, but you really just need to unplug, watch Lip Sync Battle. It is really stupid and really funny, So, and he does a brilliant job on that. Now, enough of the cast. Let's talk about this movie, which takes almost the entirety on a bullet train in Japan. And all we know at the beginning of the movie is Ladybug gets a call from Maria that he needs to go to the bullet train. Mm -hmm. And all he has to do is get this briefcase that has a train sticker on it and then get off the train with the briefcase. That's all he has to do. And he goes, no catch, no catch, no strings attached, no strings attached, nobody to kill, nobody to kill. That's all you have to do. And the rest of the movie is how he can't get off this train. And there is layer upon layer of chaos unfolding. What we discover in this movie is that Lemon and Tangerine have been dispatched to capture the son and bring him back to his father, White Death. And, of course, they capture him and he's on the train there's a train car with all sorts of kids and uh japanese anime and there's this big stuffed uh you know one of these air costumes with somebody in it and we discover as the movie is unfolding that inside this big costume is well the hornet she's inside there and she likes to kill people by poison but wait there's one up there's more there's more there's one up there's front more. prince the female uh played by joey king is up front and she has uh gotten kimura to be on the train and is holding him there as hostage because she has a hitman by kimura's son in the hospital and uh the father uh the elder is there trying to protect the son so they're on who's the train. trying to protect his son yes yes so there's these huh? layers of three generations very bad people and wait when they stop at the i think first or second stop. Who comes walking onto the train? Bad
1: Bunny. Oh, the wolf played by Bad Bunny. (laughs) Well, he tries to come walking on the train and he comes face to face with Ladybug. Yeah. Ladybug versus Bad Bunny. I mean, the wolf.
0: And Lady... Well, let's, let's unpack this a little bit. So we have all these layers of weird relationships. A lot of layers. A lot of layers. We have Prince and Kimura. And Kimura is there against his will. And Tough as one. being against his will, doesn't want to be there, but she's going to use him to exact her revenge. Right. That's what she's going to do. We have Lemon and Tangerine trying to figure out why did White Death send them specifically to bring back his son? Hmm. Because maybe they crossed White Death
1: somewhere else. They're on the bullet train for a reason. They sure the are. The death train. It is really the death train. might have been called that if there hadn't already been a movie called... Death the death train, train. this yeah. is true
0: so as we're watching this movie unfold uh ladybug finds the briefcase with the train sticker which oh by the way is a thomas the tank engine train sticker Course. on it uh yeah put there by lemon lemon and inside the briefcase is a whole lot of money Well, this is two million i think it was four four, it was million, like $4 million, million dollars in his a briefcase. a lot of cash so as this movie unfolds we're seeing the interactions of each of these characters we see for example uh ladybug and when wolf enters the train wolf recognizes ladybug from his wedding where everybody dies except for him because he didn't eat the wedding cake it was poison so he blames ladybug but ladybug isn't the one who poisoned the cake wasn't ladybug oh no that would be someone else that would be the hornet but he doesn't even know hornets on the train so hornets on the train, and he
1: stabs him. Yeah, except he got his phone.
0: Yeah, phone saved him. The, so, the phone protected him, so he had to take white. Well, uh, had to take yeah, the wolf's phone. Yeah, and he kills him. Yeah, small problem. But this is how it's set up, and what you realize as this money unfold, uh, as this movie unfolds, as is, the money unfolds, as that's, the money unfolds that too. Well, that's a part part of it too. Yeah. Where's the money? Everybody has been brought onto this train by one person. That person being White Death. White Death has really situated this moment in time. He has propositioned everybody to come onto the the train for very different reasons. And now they're on this train and they're attacking each other. I mean, what did you see? Is this kind of how the movie unfolds?
1: Yeah, it's, it's, it's one of those weird movies where you're like, this is so impossible. There, there's no way there's no how did that happen how did that happen there's no way and you're watching all these great fights and these yeah. great scenes and, and how do they still survive and and every little thing like the water bottle yeah you know but I love what they the do water.
0: and this is how this movie I real. this is what's so great about this movie the tie-ins it then pauses and it says you know two years ago or 45 minutes ago or whatever mm-hmm. and shows you for example we didn't know when the wolf enters the train we don't know what's going on but it pauses and then we go to his wedding and you're going oh look at this everybody dies at his wedding including his
1: bride Wow. happening for vengeance you know it's interesting you say that one thing i just thought about that we hadn't talked about before is the show kaleidoscope Mm-hmm. how they have that oh this is five days before the heist this is yeah. three years this is 24 years this is the day after this is yeah. after. and they tell you watch them in any order yeah doesn't yeah. matter and it's like what what do you mean watch them in any order they're all independent shows but they're all showing different parts yeah in a way this movie does a great job of showing us the chaos and slowly peeling back what happened why yeah. they're
0: right to the end it shows us the chaos But then, all of a sudden, it gives you a moment of clarity to understand how this piece of the puzzle fits fits here. So, for example, tangerine... lets you put a piece in. Well, it's like with tangerine and lemon. All of a sudden, you see that they are two boys growing up in the same home that people just refer to them as... The twins. The twins, even though they're not twins at all. Uh, You understand, as he's watching Thomas the Tank Engine Lemon... That for him this was formative in understanding people's personalities uh-huh. and how they interact with other people. That's so his point of reference. That explains the train stickers and why he does this. It's kind of his little uh you know shtick of communication. We understand as the movie unfolds that Kimura, his father, the elder, was an assassin with white de- with white death and didn't stand up to him. So you see these overlaps. As they give you these little segments, all the way up to the end of the movie, after White Death is 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 killed. And you think, uh-oh, here's Prince, and she's going to take out Ladybug and Maria. And a, what was it, a bread delivery truck? Or, no, it was a, a truck with citrus in it, uh, runs her over and kills her at the end of the movie And then they immediately go, 45 minutes ago, and here's, you know, here's Lemon, who we thought died as he jumped out of the train, lived, fell into this uh, water, crawls out, holds up this truck, and every layer interconnects. And it really gets, as as I watch a movie like this, and as you're putting all these puzzle pieces together, you realize that there is this sense of providence, that there really is a kind of linear line that runs through this movie, connecting all of these events so that when you get to the conclusion of it, it all makes sense. Um, you know, as I as I stop and think about this word providence, uh, it, it kind of got me thinking back to my days in seminary and uh, reading Christian dogmatics. Uh, it was Francis Pieper who once wrote, he says, In this connection, the special question comes up for consideration. Must all events in the world occur just as they do occur, or could they happen otherwise? Scripture compels us to maintain both the necessity and the contingency. From the viewpoint of the divine providence, the necessity obtains, from the human viewpoint, the contingency. Examples illustrating necessity— Scripture says that the betrayal of Christ by Judas and his crucifixion by the Jews and the Gentiles had to occur according to the determinate counsel of God. Uh, Further on, he goes on to say, but these same events are also represented in Scripture as contingent from the human viewpoint. By warning Judas, the Jews, and Pilate, Christ sought to keep them from committing betrayal and murder. Uh, The words of the Lord... He that delivers me unto de- unto death has the greater sin, warns Pilate that he would be committing a wrong if he would comply with the demand of the Jews. These words made him an impre- made an impression on Pilate, for from henceforth Pilate sought to release him. So those old theologians who carefully weigh their words say, according to the law of divine providence, which rules all things, it is correctly said that all things happen of necessity. From the standpoint of man, everything in human affairs is done freely and contingently. Now, that's all to say...
1: How much paper did you just read? I read it. We just end? lost everybody.
0: Man, I read a little bit. Uh, we're back, though. Come on back. Come on back. It's all good. That's all to say that sometimes when we're in the middle of something, we don't see the bigger picture that's right. happening around us. I, I think you can read Scripture this way in a very profound way. You know, I know you were mentioning... Um, Uh, Joseph, uh, what were your thoughts about that as you were looking, as you're, you know, as you're watching Bullet Train,
1: how does that intersect with an Old Testament story like Joseph? I I think you've heard me talk about how much between Jacob and Esau and the birthright and and Jacob leaving and and seeing Rachel but having to marry Leah and he and Leah are popping out babies but not Rachel and then the handsmaids get involved and next you know we have the 12 tribes of Israel. And of course, they hate Rachel's chosen one, you know, and yeah. so Joseph gets sold off. And you, you go through all that craziness, everything that happens. What yeah, that's happens crazy. to the 12 tribes? And all of a sudden, it's like Joseph just saved everybody. Yeah. You know, it, it's one of those where none of it makes a whole lot of sense. Right. None of it is, is the way it's supposed to be, but. God
0: uses it for good. You know? Yeah. Yeah. You know, or even take, for for example, Moses. Mm-hmm. You know, here's Moses. Uh, one moment he's, uh, you know, born as a as an Israelite in uh, in Egypt. His mother's putting him in a basket. He's rescued. He's being raised in Pharaoh's court. Wait a minute. He kills <laughs> well, you him. You found a baby. I can help Ooh, you. I can, I can keep that baby. I can keep that baby. That'd be my <laughs> baby. And he, she takes that baby and raises that baby. And then that and baby. What does he do? He. Uh, kill somebody does uh, i'll stop the argument i'll just kill somebody well he killed an egyptian that's not a good thing so he flees you know okay so now he's out there he meets jethro meets the daughter you know marries the daughter he's living the dream he's a shepherd out in the countryside i'm done with all this not going back burning bush little burning bush little burning bush burning bush says uh no you're gonna go back and he goes back and as we watch this story unfold we're going. This is crazy. Oh. Ten plagues and you know people dying. Red Sea, party of the sea. You know flames, water. Hey, party at the bottom of the mountain. Manna. People making uh, golden calves while hey, he's getting God's throwing law. Throwing bl- blood everywhere. And then it's all a of a sudden, bat. we realize this is God's providence. It's what he does? God's providence. He's bringing it all together. All of a sudden, the Should story. We get Tarantino to tell that story. Oh man! Do Can you imagine Quentin Tarantino <laughs> doing the story of Moses? <laughs> Kind or,
1: of, or Jacob and Esau. <laughs>
0: kind of like Once Upon a <laughs> Time in Hollywood. What if this happened instead? The What If, the oh, what if series. word. That would be. <laughs> wow. That would be insane. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And this is all to say, let's come back to Bullet Train. We're weird people. You see this hand of providence moving through this movie. Mm-hmm. That ladybug who's not supposed to be on the train. Ryan Reynolds' character is really supposed to be on the train. Yet providence puts him there. And he encounters the wolf. And the wolf is really there to deal with the hornet, who is the one who, is, who poisoned his bridal party. Uh, yet Providence put him there. And ultimately, Ladybug takes care of both the hornet and takes
1: care of the wolf. Uh It's it Providence. Ends. Kind of in a way. I guess at the end it wasn't the Prince, I guess Lemon took care of the Prince, but
0: Well, Lemon <laughs> takes care of Prince, but Prince takes care of White but,
1: Death. But but Lemon jumps out of the train to save Ladybug, which is weird. How yeah. they all of a sudden formed that partnership. Yeah. But, you know? Yeah. Because it was it was um, tangerine and Ladybug that were fighting earlier. Yeah. And now Lemon and him are are paired up. Yeah. It's weird. It's It's so good.
0: Yet, as the whole thing untangles and you get to the conclusion of this
1: movie, you go, I have been incredibly entertained. This was just... If you stay to halfway through the credits, I miss the scene in the credits until later on. It's like, what? What did I miss? Oh, my goodness. There's another layer I missed. There's
0: a whole other piece <laughs> to the story.
1: That's what happened.
0: I mean, this is kind of movie. Oh. Art.
1: I kind of
0: hope they do a sequel. And don't do Bullet Train 2, but do something you know akin to it. I don't know what. Maybe it's on a cruise ship. Maybe it's who knows. But this was... Speed two, we, we could do no them. cruise no, ship, no cruise no, ship, no cruise no, ship.
1: Remember what Speed Two did? That's true. Yeah, it didn't yeah. work.
0: But this is why we don't write the movies; we watch. We watch. We watch the movies, which leads to our question of the day. You know, as you think about the hand of God's providence in your life and in your world, where where do you think you are right now in your particular life story? How do you see God working, leading, directing? using you working through you working through others around you realizing that you're part of a much bigger story that god is unfolding in the world today now having said that uh, consider leaving a rating or and or a review about our little podcast here it helps other people find us and i'm telling you a lot of people are finding us so uh, we appreciate all the kind words you're saying about us it. out there had a great time in phoenix Oh, that was a blast, talking to folks and, you know, also talking up the book, Christ, Culture, and Cinema, How Faith and Film Intersect. And, you know, kind of learned, which was really weird, there are schools now, uh, Lutheran schools using Christ, Culture, and Cinema, How Faith and Film Intersect in their religion curriculum. Crazy. That's crazy. That's really cool. And I'm glad that uh, you're finding a use for a book in that way. Now, next time, we're going to go something a little lighter, a little different. Going to go back to animation. We haven't done an animated movie uh, really in a while i think the last one we did was uh it's been a the while. Po- well the polar express is sort of animated i yeah. guess you know but it's been a while since we've done a true animated movie uh and we're going to go to one of your favorites it's time to do my a michael favorite. favorite Michael favorite is this your favorite animated movie
1: uh the incredibles yeah is that what we're doing that's what we're gonna it do it is my favorite so next absolute time, favorite
0: next time folks we're gonna do the movie the incredibles until next time we'll see you at the movies Thank you for listening to our first best of Bullet Train this summer. Now, next week, we're going to turn our attention to one of our favorite movies of the previous season, that movie being Father Stew. Until next week, we'll see you at the movies. Thank you for joining us for Christ Culture and Cinema with the doctor, Jeffrey Skopak, and his assistant, Michael Pop. Until next time, we'll see you at the movies.